This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the February 13th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Finally, my thoughts on the Joe Biden presidential State of the Union speech. I read it. I did not listen to it. My excuse it is, is it is much easier that way to cut and paste and no need to take notes. Maybe also because his voice grates on me like the voice of Roseanne Rosanna Dana from Saturday Night Live fame. This part I wrote before I read the speech. As I embark on the journey to read the State of the Union Address, let us lay out a few ground rules, maybe understandings. It's a hard speech to give. Not as hard as the rebuttal to the State of the Union speech, but the State of the Union is a hard speech. I don't think it should be. A president is guaranteed a full house in a great setting, the Capitol. Half the crowd you know will stand and cheer even if all you do is fart. But every word will be scrutinized, though only by part of the media. Which part of the media depends on the party of the president. I don't want to dwell on it, but Bush mentioned British intelligence said that Saddam Hussein was trying to source yellow cake, a uranium ore needed for building a nuclear bomb, and he was widely criticized by half the media. I'm still not sure why, though I think the accusation was they were not absolutely sure it was true. I thought that was unfair, as I likely will say some of the criticism by Biden's opponents were unfair. I will try to apply the shoe on the other foot test. If a Republican said the same thing that Biden said, how would I respond? I'm willing to do that, though it does feel a bit like unilateral disarmament. I don't think liberal pundits, hey, I just implied I was a pundit, apply the shoe on the other foot test when critiquing Republicans. An unforced error in my view that president after president makes, both parties, is the speech gets to be a litany of things, a to-do list, lists with no meat on the bones. Clinton said, we will reform welfare as we know it in his 1996 State of the Union speech. That's all he said. A pollster called me and wanted my views on Clinton's welfare proposal. I think I said you have to be kidding me. Is he going to eliminate it, means test it, expand it? He gave zero information during the speech or before the speech on how he would reform it, yet pollsters were asking if we were in favor of his plan. And I'm sure pundits used the poll results to make points. And no one had any information. Okay, enough of that. Let's go. Biden read a written speech and got Majority Leader Schumer, Schumer's position wrong. I should probably call this stupid. Others did. But as someone who reads an eight-minute podcast every day, I understand how mistakes happen. Nice words to those present. Nice words on the pandemic, pandemic and how we have come out of it. Joe got a lot of grief for saying he created 12 million jobs. He partly explained how this happened in the following comments about COVID closing businesses, and we have come back from that. Shoe on the other foot test, Trump would have taken credit for the 12 million new jobs, and liberals would have lambasted him for taking credit for the 12 million new jobs. So I'm okay with Joe taking credit. Just remember that when you hear me defend what Republicans say. He made a concerted pitch throughout the speech to highlight areas of bipartisan agreement and gave credit to Republicans. Good for him. I thought Biden was channeling his inner Donald Trump when he talked about, quote, the middle class was hollowed out, end quote, and, quote, too many good paying manufacturing jobs moved overseas, factories at home closed down. 
Once thriving cities and towns became shadows of what they used to be. And along the way, something else was lost. Pride, that sense of self-worth. End quote. He extolled the virtue of the middle class and needing to build that out, but also mentioned his, his dad saying that a job is more than a paycheck. It is about respect. At this point, let me venture into statistics. I will do that despite my recent knowledge that woke is viewing all through a victim-oppressor lens and facts are annoying. We hear much about income inequality. If inequality gets grossly out of hand, then I understand the concern. But economic systems that worry too much about in income equality, think communism, end up with most having little and the political leaders having a lot. In a capitalistic system, some have a lot, but most have quite a bit. Using average income statistics does not get at that. The average might appear fine, but due to the fact that the top person has a gazillion dollars, it is not. Medium income looks at the income level where half the people earn more and half the people earn less. I link to a World Population Review article that lists countries by the median using real-world currency that takes into account the price of goods. Basically, it looks at purchasing power. The U.S. ranks fifth in median income behind only Lex Luxembourg, United Arab Emirates, Norway, and Switzerland. So in the United States, the average person is doing well compared to the rest of the world. If the choice is between our current system and one where we all split up the money held by Mark Musk, Zuckerberg, Gates, and a few others, hey, I might go for that. But I don't see that being the actual choice. It is being the, having the current system, or they have less, and we have less. Nah. Back to the speech. Biden says, quote, unemployment is at 3.4%, a 50-year low, end quote. That it is. But was the decre decrease in unemployment and the related 12 million new jobs he claimed due to his policies or coming out of COVID? I think you know the answer to that. But I don't fault Joe for taking credit. Trump would have claimed the same thing. Unemployment is down, and that is good, but one of the reasons it is down is that labor participation is down. People have checked out and are no longer looking for a job. That is not good, and it may be because of free stuff. He also talks about how we need to return manufacturing jobs to the United States. I know something about manufacturing jobs. I don't think most, most Americans are willing to do those jobs at the pay level needed to wrest them back from Vietnam and other hardworking but poor countries. He had a nice story on semiconductors, our original semiconductor dominance. Then we slid in the recent bipartisan actions to bring semiconductor manufacturing back to the U.S. with good manufacturing jobs. Biden made a strong pitch on successful efforts starting to get control of inflation. I call bullshit on this next one, quote, and the vice president will continue her work to ensure more small businesses can access capital in the historic laws we enacted, end quote. Lots of talk on the infrastructure bill and the upgrading of roads and bridges, etc. Senator Kennedy from Louisiana said that an infrastructure bill is like a golden retriever puppy. Everybody likes it. My re recollection is the issue with the infrastructure bill was the non-infrastructure crap packaged into it. But Joe told a good story. I don't mean to gloss over it. A number of pages of his written speech where I kept noting good stuff.
Biden even made a strong pitch for the federal government needing to buy American. Yeah, I think Trump said that. And I'm not sure it's legal within the WTO framework, but good red meat for a speech. Solid stuff on drug pricing and particularly insulin and how his plan did or will minimize drug costs. He chalked up the Inflation Reduction Act that did not reduce inflation. I call bullshit, but using the shoe on the other foot test, Trump would do the same thing. He kept using the phrase, we will finish the job. It had a good ring to it. Biden said, quote, the idea that in 2020, 55 of the biggest com companies in America made $40 billion in profits and paid zero in federal income taxes. That's simply not fair, end quote, he said. This is from a liberal think tank and I believe came out in 2021 and used the year 2020. You know, COVID and provisions in the CARES Act. Hey, if companies are not paying what we think is their fair share, then let's look at it. But I bet most are following the law, and some of those laws might even be extra governmental incentives to do green things. I feel like this is a hit-and-run type attack that pollutes the national narrative. And then he brings up that old bullshit about how a billionaire can pay less in income taxes than a nurse. I don't think so. Maybe if you count unrealized capital gain... Or in this case, he seems to compare the income tax a corporation pays to the income tax a nurse makes, but he ignores that another income tax is paid when the corporate profits are distributed to the individuals. Again, this pollutes the national narrative, but this type of rhetoric is not uncommon. Biden said Big Oil, quote, invested too little of that profit to increase domestic production and keep gas prices down. Instead, they used those record profits to buy back their own stock, rewarding their CEOs and shareholders, end quote. He proposed, quote, we quadruple the tax on corporate stock buybacks to encourage long-term investments instead, end quote. How effing stupid is Biden? Earlier in the speech, he called for, quote, clean energy to cut pollution, end quote, and said, quote, we're building 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations installed across this country, end quote, and, quote, helping families save more than a thousand a year with tax credits for purchases of electric vehicles and energy efficient appliances, end quote. In the past, he has talked about killing the fossil fuel industry. I could go on. Yet he thinks oil companies should invest in refineries or oil fields or pipelines that will be canceled partway through that I bet would take at least seven years to be designed, cited, permitted, and built, all while political leaders are yelling no one should buy their products. Biden takes credit for a reduction in the annual deficit. Bugs me since it was due to coming out of COVID, and I think he spent more than he should have, but he's a politician. Okay. And now, the big lie. Quote, instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset every five years. End quote. I believe some Republicans want all government programs to sunset every five years. They want new votes to continue the programs, on all programs. I link to an article has, that has these quotes from a younger, less doddering Joe Biden. Quote, this bill limits to four years the length of any spending authorization for a program. It requires that each committee make a detailed study of the program before renewing it for another four-year period. The purpose is to assure a uniform scrutiny of all programs on a regular basis. One thing that we must do is to begin 
uh, reviewing existing programs to determine whether they are still effective and whether they are worth the money that we are putting in them. We have all observed that once a federal program gets started, it is very difficult to stop it or even change its emphasis regardless of its performance, end quote. Specific to Social Security and Medicare, it's a mess. Trump would not touch it because he followed the adage that Social Security was the third rail of American politics. The second Bush tried to and it hurt his second term. Ah, never mind. Let's go on. Biden gets into the list part of the speech. I can't fact check it all, but it had a nice feel to it. He spent a lot of time on junk fees. The penalties you pay on credit card or baggage fees or the huge extra fees when going to a concert. Kind of surprising to be in a State of the Union speech, but these things these are things that affect us. Biden said, quote, I'm sick and tired of companies breaking the law by preventing workers from organizing. Pass the PRO Act because workers have a right to form a union, end quote. I rate this liar, liar, pants on fire. Biden said, quote, Jill, who teaches full-time, has an expression, any nation that out-educates us will out-compete us. Yeah, and your side is getting rid of standardized testing, going woke, and saying facts don't matter. Referring to a recent police killing of a civilian, Biden said, quote, I've never had to have the talk with my children, Bo, Hunter, and Ashley, that so many black and brown families have had with their children. If a police officer pulls you over, turn on your interior lights. Don't reach for your license. Keep your hands on the steering wheel, end quote. I think Joe failed to have a lot of talks with his kids, like don't do coke, don't sleep with your deceased brother's wife or her sister, and wear a condom when you sleep with a stripper, for examples. I told my kids to make it easy on a police officer if they got pulled over, and I told them not to do coke, but admittedly not the other stuff. Biden makes a strong pitch for better training and policing. He tells the story of Brandon Say, who was working in a dance studio when a man entered who had already killed 11 people that day. Brandon wrestled the pistol from the attacker's hands, and Joe uses that example to say ban assault weapons once and for all. Note, a pistol is not an assault weapon. That kind of stupid rhetoric would not make it past the editing process and views on the news from the couch. I rate this next comment, liar, liar, pants on fire. Quote, in the 10 years the ban uh, was law, mass shootings went down. After Republicans let it expire, mass shootings tripled. That was the assault weapons ban. Biden tried to sound strong on immigration, which rang hollow to me. Said he had a plan, but the only one I could find talked about meetings and stuff to feel better. A lot of time on needing to codify abortion rights and feel-good comments on Ukraine and standing up to Russia. Good comments on cancer. I'm not sure how impactful uh, they will be, but literally it sounded like an episode from the West Wing where the forces of the federal government would be marshaled to fight cancer. Biden seemed to relate the attack on the former Speaker of the House's husband to January 6th. I say liar, liar, pants on fire. I believe the attacker was a mentally ill leftist who thought he was Jesus. Show me the relationship to January 6th. And now let's go full January 6th. Quote, we must all speak out. There is no place for political violence in America. In America, we must protect the right to vote, not suppress that fundamental right. 
We honor the results of our elections, not subvert the will of the people. We must uphold the rule of law and restore trust in our institutions of democracy. End quote. Yeah, double yeah. Republicans said that all summer and fall before the Capitol Hill riot. When courthouses were being attacked, city halls and police stations attacked or overrun. Mostly peaceful protests that did substantial damage and killed people. Whole sections of a major city cordoned off for a month or more. Republicans denounced that and denounced January 6. Biden, which party went partisan on this? In summary, mostly reads okay. He did the list thing, but I think not as much as in some state of the unions. He had a number of good points, some that I could imagine Trump making in a state of the union. At times I would echo uh, Mondale and say, where's the beef? But that is true in many of the state of the union speeches. Overall, I give it a fine and okay in a good way. I, yes, I could have made it better. If you had given me the power to edit the speech, I would have cut a few sections that I labeled liar, liar, pants on fire or made the writers pr provide proof. Whoever criticized George Bush for his yellow cake comment has much more to criticize in this speech. But Biden has a propensity to lie, so maybe for him he toned it down. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.